This podcast is sponsored by Agape Match. Agape Match is a boutique matchmaking service that caters to exceptional singles. To learn more about how I can help you, go to agapematch.com. Welcome to Ask a Matchmaker. I'm your host, Matchmaker Maria. For over a decade, I've combined four generations of family matchmaking tradition with modern relationship psychology, behavioral science, and dating trends. With this unique expertise, each week I bring a guest on to talk about dating and relationships while answering your questions. You can ask a 60-second audio question by visiting askamatchmaker.com. It literally takes one minute. My next guest is Mike Seidel. He's a token straight white guy, if you will, who's here to answer some of your questions. If you're wondering how I found him, I found him on the internets. He had this way of just sipping coffee from a mug while judging some dating and relationship dilemmas online. And I just loved it. I loved his approach to all of it. And I wanted him to come to ask a matchmaker and answer some questions. And and sure enough, before this episode recording, I actually did ask you all on Instagram, hey, I have a straight white guy coming on tomorrow. What do you want to ask him? I got like a hundred questions. So we're going to pick five five questions. And we're going to answer some of those questions a little bit more about Mike. Mike is a 32 year old who works in marketing and events for various companies and industries over the last 10 years. He's been working on his own podcast the last couple of months that largely focuses on human interaction with his co-host, Natasha Masterson. He is fascinated by people and how they interact with each other in various scenarios. I mean, this is literally the reason why I thought he'd be interesting to bring on. So you can definitely see that fascination on his online stuff. I'll leave it in the episode notes for you to check out. He also believes that in an effort to understand one another, we gain more insight to who we are. And that understanding leads to a stronger and more empathetic society. Co-signed Mike. Welcome to Ask a Matchmaker. All right. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Tell me a little bit more about yourself. That's always an interesting question. I'm just somebody who is fascinated by people. And I think, especially in today's world with social media, we are uh, in, in a time where we're the most connected we've ever been as a world. Mm-hmm. We're mm-hmm. simultaneously kind of to a degree losing who we are, just interacting with people every day in person, feeling comfortable talking to people. And, and I think that's, that's something we need to be a little cautious of because I think human interaction is, is really important, obviously. Um, there's a couple billion of us on the planet. And uh, for me personally, I think that's why we're here to a degree is to learn from one another. And you, know, you only get to see the world through one scope. And when you meet somebody and you care about their thoughts and their feelings and you hear about their experiences, you gain a new perspective each time that you couldn't necessarily see before. And that, mm-hmm. again, going back to the, the bio really changes who you are as a person. It makes you a little more empathetic and understanding. So when you come across someone who maybe is similar or, or exhibits similar characteristics, um, you almost have uh, a slight understanding of who they are and then you get to know them and you know it expands that horizon even more. How did you stumble? I mean, almost all of your content revolves around dating and relationships. How did you stumble into this quirky world of dating and relationships? 
I have no idea. It's just, it's, it, I was, I guess I've been drawn to it a couple of years back. I, I created an Instagram page just for marketing purposes to uh, develop memes. And the first thing that happened uh, was I started focusing on relationships because I think that's something we all have in common, whether you're uh, heterosexual, homosexual, whatever you are, um, dating and the relationship world is kind of a universal thing that we can all relate to, to a degree. Mm -hmm. And, um, you start, you see the same trends over and over again. And a lot of memes are really just playing on stereotypes. So, so give me, give me an example, anything having to do with husbands and wives. Uh, for example, one of my favorite trends that's happening right now on TikTok is women will pretend to be their husbands and men will pretend to be their wives. And it's just quick clips of little things that they do. So for example, women will come home, uh, pretending to be their husband, they'll throw their clothes down, They'll walk into another room, grab a beer. Uh, you know, women will uh, then play video games and just be talking to themselves like, oh man, I'm killing it, bro. Like, and it's it's just that play on like, this is how I see my husband. Largely it is amplified for 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 content purposes, but it's there's there's always a vein of truth to it. And uh, I always find that fascinating is that, you know, this is, we see this and we laugh, but are you really listening and, and trying to understand why someone sees you that way? And then kind of looking at that and being like, oh, okay, that's interesting. I don't see that in myself because I'm, I'm not always looking internally. I'm usually looking out. So things like that always caught my eye. And then there's a lot of trends where, um, you know, men and women specifically will complain about the opposite gender. And, and the men will say, uh, you know, things and then women will say things. And, and it's a lot of talking and it's, it's complaining about those points, but there's never, ever really any resolution. So right. I figured I'd come into that gray area and try to amplify the silliness of both sides, but also try to create a conversation around why people feel this way. Because you see that video and some people are triggered. Some people are like, whatever. But are you really looking at the, the, the consistency of these trends where you see this and you're like, wow, that's over and over again. More women feel this way about this. More men feel this way about this. I feel like we saw this in some of the questions that we received. Mm. Uh, I sent you screenshots of some of these questions and your response was, oh my oh, God. Holy. Holy yeah. moly. Yeah. Holy, <laughs> Holy moly. moly. Yeah. I mean, that's just a snippet of what I see every Wednesday when I do ask a matchmaker. If you're a new listener, ask a matchmaker is something not, it's not just the name of this podcast. It's something that started on Instagram. It's a thing I do every Wednesday where I answer all of your dating relationship questions through my stories and that no nonsense, no bullshit sort of approach. Mm. You have all learned to love and you got some of that you received mm -hmm. some of those questions that you know a lot of them even though they were from different women you saw that some of them were the same question um like yep. one question for instance was do men i cannot believe this was asked multiple times but several women asked do men care what women wear yeah and yeah. i was like why do you care you know that's sort of mm -hmm. like that was my like kind mm -hmm. of my internally thinking like you know sometimes uh, we're gonna get these questions in a second but i see this as someone who's been getting questions we forget who our audience is and how both genders approach dating and especially online dating from really different behavioral added, you know, behavior and attitudes. I mean, if, if you recall for anyone's listening from our first episode, Erica, our online dating manager on our team, she noted how men and women interact online very differently. Whenever a man opens up an app, he just swipes quickly. Yes, she's hot. Yes, she's hot. No, she's not. Yes, she's hot. With women, they look at the first photo. If they like it, they scroll down, read the rest of the profile. If they like that, they'll go back up, swipe the rest of his photos. If they like that, then they'll like him. Mm -hmm. And then when it's a match, a man will go back onto your profile and look at the rest of your photos. And if they're, they're accurate to the first photo and he still feels the same, then sure, okay, then you're still a match. Otherwise, he'll just unmatch you. Yep. 
And yep. these are just really different approaches to like the same product. Right. That's true. So. And men are, I think men are, um, you know, I, I just want to preface most of what I say. I don't want to generalize uh, too much with a gender because everybody's different. There's a, a bevy of intricacies, but um, I think initially men are just more concerned with that initial, that initial view, that look, and if they're attracted to it, great, move on. And then it's kind of like, we'll do the research later. We'll, we'll, right. we'll, we'll, get, we'll dive deep later. Whereas women for various reasons have want to do their research a little bit ahead of time. It's like studying. I mean, look, this is, this is quite literally hunting and gathering, right? It's yeah. just with information. So like, okay, a man hunts, he is hunting for the gazelle. He found yep. the gazelle. He'll figure out later how he's going to bring it home. Yep. Yep. <laughs> with a woman, it, she's like, fine. <laughs> right. With women are gatherers, but we're not gathering berries. We're information gathering. 100%. You know, it's, it's what I always say. It's like whenever a woman meets another woman on the sidewalk, like, you know, you're going, you're going to work, you bump into a friend. Oh my God. Hi, Cindy. I love mm-hmm. what you're wearing. That is so cute. Oh my God. Your shoes are so cute. Where did yep. you get your purse from? Like there's information <laughs> gathering, commenting. I don't think I've ever seen two men meet on a sidewalk on the way to work and be like, Jonathan, tell me where you got those boots or no. tell me where you got that belt. Where did you no. get that briefcase? Right. No. And Not straight what do they do? Instead, least. it's like, Hey, where are you walking towards? Let me walk with you. Like, let's yeah. go hunt together. Very different approaches to gender. Okay. All right, Mike, let's get on to our questions. Mm-hmm. So this was a writing question. I am curious to know Mike's perspective on why some men don't know what they want in a partner and what to expect in dating them. Still getting to know this person and they are making an effort to make plans, show up on time, get to know each other. But I fear the why on not being clear on what he wants or looks for in a partner. Is it a cause for concern? I would say if if that's someone that you want to date seriously and want to see where that goes, then yeah, it's a cause for concern, at least in my opinion. I think um, I, I can give my perspective based on my personal experience in my early 20s. And actually to be able mid to late twenties, I was in that position as a man where I wasn't necessarily sure what I wanted. Um, I found two women that I look back on to this day that, you know, I'm like, if, if I met them at a different time in my life, I could have married both of them. Uh, now, obviously not at the same time, but just, you know, as an option, I could have married both of them. I was in love with them. I was just too emotionally immature. I wasn't at a place where I was focused on relationships as much in my life. I was more focused on my career and having fun and doing what I wanted to do. So what, what I can say is, you know, for me, uh, you know, I'm 32 now. And the last couple of years, that's been a pr- more of a priority for me is, is trying to focus more on my relationships and devote more of my time to that element of my life. But I, I mean, any guy who doesn't know what he wants, I mean, if he doesn't know what he wants, how could he, how could he, you know, be ready to be um, in a committed relationship? How I think- can a woman find out what does this person want? Like if they're, if you're online dating, if I, if, you know, for a woman listening, right, she's online dating, mm-hmm. she doesn't want to date someone who wants to hook up. Yeah. I have my own thoughts on this, but I want to hear yours first. Like how can a woman vet? I mean, I feel like you can't even vet it online. I think you actually have to go out. I Yeah, I think you have to meet the person. I think like most communication obviously is is body language. So I think you have to meet the person and spend a decent amount of time with them, see what their tendencies are. um, You know, what are their priorities uh, when you're making plans with them? Unfortunately, I feel like you have to kind of go through the motions uh, more than just, you know, a couple dates to find out that answer. I think you have to see, you know, what their priorities are. Where are they in their career? 
um, you know, what are their thoughts on marriage and things of that nature? Maybe not the first date, but go back, go um, back, go back. Tell me more about where they are in their career. Well, for me personally, you know, I had a mentor early on who told me in my 20s to jump around a lot and, and take contract type positions. I work in marketing. So, you know, learn from really smart people, develop those relationships, uh, learn what you can and kind of move on. So in my 20s, I lived in uh, Maryland. I lived in D.C. I lived in L.A. I lived in Delaware. Um, so I jumped around a lot. So when it came to having, uh, you know, a serious long term relationship, I mean, in that time, I think my longest relationship was a year and a half, two years. Obviously, that wasn't necessarily the main priority in my life. That isn't to say I didn't love those people. But obviously, if it didn't work out, it didn't work out for a reason. A lot of it was my emotional immaturity, but it was also my my primary focus on things. Right. I'm so glad you mentioned this because like, I think we all need to remind ourselves that just because you're dating, it's also just fun for that, that experience just to yeah. date. Sometimes yeah. I think we're so focused as women, like, oh, I'm dating this guy. Will it end in marriage? And it's like, it doesn't have to. You could just enjoy this experience of dating and, and growing with this person until it no longer works. And I think you're touching on this because you are, you are saying stuff like I was just not, you know, in hindsight, you're saying that you were not emotionally mature for a relationship in your twenties. So it doesn't even matter if miss, if miss perfect came along is what you're saying. Yeah, not at all. I mean, both, like I said, the, both of the women that I was, uh, that I, I can look back and see all my relationships and really say that I was genuinely in love with these women. And I, I genuinely saw potential future there. I, um, to a degree, sabotaged both of those relationships. Uh, you know, I wasn't, you know, talking to other girls or anything like that, but it was, I can look back and see that I was finding ways to distance myself, whether that was from fear of that feeling and not knowing how to rationalize that feeling yet, mm-hmm. um, or whether that was just from, you know, being scared that at that point in my life, was I really ready to settle down? Like, is right. there something better, which wasn't really fair to them at all. And, right. you know, Luckily for both of them, uh, one of them is happily married. Uh, She actually came onto my TikTok live the other day and we talked briefly. Um, I I still maintain a decent and cordial relationship with them. Uh, It's not like we're hanging out, but like if they reach out to say hi, I would have no problem having that conversation, but I just wasn't ready then. I have another question. Now you don't, I don't know if you know this. I don't know how much you've dived into the content that I produce, Mike, but I always tell women, (laughs) if you want a serious relationship, it's the 12 date rule. Okay. Now there is a math formula to this. One date is equal to a minimum of 20 minutes, maximum three hours. And you can have up to two dates in one day. So if you go on a nine hour marathon date with your masks, that still counts as two dates, not three dates. And FaceTime dates count. Oh, okay. Zoom dates count, but you still need three physical dates. And I say 12 because those 36 hours, they give you enough time to just understand the emotional range of someone, you know, see what they're like on a good day, see what they're like on a bad day, see what they're like when you're having a good day. Cause man, Mm -hmm. there are some men who don't want you to have a good day (laughs) anyway. So sometimes I know people listening to this. Sometimes there are people going to be just fully on disagreeing with me saying, I know Jennifer and Joe, and they got married, even though they had a one night stand. And I always say, Mm -hmm. Hey, that's the lottery. Someone's going to win. Yeah, but it's not the norm. Okay, so some, uh, so a lot of women had this question. I, I, at okay. least twelve women sent us this question. Okay, does sex on a first date affect your view of a woman and relationship prospects with her? So for me personally, I, I would say no. Uh, I don't. Sex for me is is it's great, right? We all love sex. It's awesome. 
Um, but at the same time, uh, it's not the end all be all just because I have hooked up with, you know, a girl on the first date, which has happened before, doesn't mean that it's like, all right, cool. Conquest over. This is all I'm here for. Peace out. Right. It's more tied to what, what did we do the next morning? Did you leave early? Did I leave early? Did we grab breakfast? You can kind of see in, in the body language there the next morning, what, what the vibe was. But I also like now, again, later in my life, like to communicate very early on, if I'm going out on a date with someone, Hey, listen, I'm not here to just have a fling and see what happens and see where it goes. And that communication happens before the date as well. So I just reiterate that when we're in person. And, um, you know, when I was younger, it was, again, I was different. It was a young guy. Of course, you know, Tinder came out when I was like 24. That was the <laughs> coolest thing, right? Um, and, you know, it was like, oh, yeah, girls all around. This is great. And it was just an influx of, uh, you know, some women See, coming in and I out think, of your life. I think almost all men would say what you just said, which is like, no, of course, does not affect my view of the woman. But I think the reason why I always tell people just wait to have sex. I'm not saying don't have a fun sleepover on the fifth date. I'm not saying don't look at his penis or, you know, like, mm -hmm. like there's other fun things to do before penetration sex. For sure. Okay? But here's what I see. I think that if you have sex on your first date, there's so much you don't know about someone. Yeah. And now you have so many chemicals, especially women, oxytocin running through your veins that if there's a red flag, like he's really mean to the waiter, that's a really great way to judge someone's character here. There are red flags in their personality. You just, some women, I mean, most women were blind to see it for a few, mm -hmm. you know, a few days, a few weeks or you let it by go. having sex so soon. I agree with that point. I hadn't thought about it from that perspective before again. Well, this is the woman's perspective. I'm just telling right. you from so, but the female it's, perspective. It's important for me know? to know this. I, I, this is this is what I'm here for. I'm learning. This is yeah. great. Uh, all about the learning. And for sure, like, you know, as a guy, that's not necessarily the case. Um, you know, I've been told before, why are guys able to just turn it off and turn it on like that? How can you just turn off your emotions and just not be able, you know, it's, it's a clean cut. It's because the brain is the brain has no blood. That's why. <laughs> right. Well, that's, that's part of it. That's for sure. Um, <laughs> it is different uh, for both of us, but I, that perspective is unique to me. And I hadn't thought about that before, but I've never gone into a first date assuming that that was going to happen. I just that, feel like the fact that that was even a question that we received so many times, it yeah. shows that there is a cognitive dissonance to what's happening, right? Like, Instead yeah. of me saying, like, I'm Maria, the professional, right? I'm saying, mm -hmm. hey, just wait to have sex. I'm not saying the man is not going to respect you. Mm -hmm. I'm saying that the man might not be a match for you. Right. And then this is being internalized as, oh, are you saying that if I have sex on the first date with a guy, he just doesn't respect me? And I'm like, mm -hmm. no, that's not what I'm saying. And no. I'm so happy you're saying that, that you're saying, no, my view of you doesn't change, but no. that doesn't mean... It depends on the vibe the next moment. Like Right. Right. For me it's 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 important to establish kind of that early on before that even happens. And like you said, it's it's good it is good to go on multiple dates to get a feel for a person, you know, because right. you can be sexually attracted to a person, but that doesn't mean that's your forever person. So it, it's well, one of those someone, things. Someone asked, and I want to add to this, someone asked, why do guys fade away after the third date? <laughs> I feel like a lot of people fade away after the third. It's date. a decision. Not, if, the decision is made. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't like yeah. you enough. I don't know. Yeah. What do you think? I think it's the same thing. I think the difference is in some cases, men will stick around a little longer. If there is a, uh, a sexual element to it, that's obviously not 
okay, but it kind of is a, a thing. If a girl gives you the time of day, that's already awesome, especially for, for most guys. I mean, unless you're, you know, the, the Ryan Reynolds and the Ryan Goslings of the world, uh, it's, it's a beautiful thing uh, when a girl takes time out of her day to spend time with you. And that's how we need to view it. Your, your time is our most valuable asset, in my opinion. And if someone is taking a couple hours out of their day to spend time with you, that is awesome. That means that they they there's something there, and uh, after the third date for me, it, you know it's usually um, a decision making okay. time. We so. gave it a shot. That's dating. Let's go to another question here. Like so this one question here, right? To me, I don't I don't want to take more time than necessary. But for instance, why do guys like you more when you're not interested in them? For the same reason, women like men more when <laughs> they're assholes. They stop paying attention. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> It's, uh, it's a, it, it is definitely a chase element, especially, I mean, for guy, I know me, me specifically, I, I tend to be more attracted to women that I think are air quotes out of my league. And the reason really? for that, yes. And the reason, and I'm talking when I mean, you by know that, that they're not, out of your league or are people telling you that they're out of your league. It's, it's an, it's my personal opinion. But you know, Mike, so, guess, show me a man, honest to God, now that you said that I can't, any man I know in a, in a healthy marriage and a healthy relationship, if you ask mm-hmm. them, is your wife out of your league? They would all say, yes, she is. Yep. I know yep. I'm out of, I, I mean, I, my husband <laughs> tells me all the time and I know this, that you were just yep. way out of my league. And I'm like, hell yeah, yep. I am. I want my husband mm-hmm. to think that the rainbow comes out of my butt. And that there's something really hot about that. So I date, tend to date women that I think are more intelligent than me, more attractive than me, more uh, solidified in their careers. Basically women that have what I feel to be everything together. Now, everyone, obviously that's an illusion to a degree. You get to know them. Everybody has certain things. But if I see that this woman is just a beautiful woman and she has charisma and she, um, she just, people gravitate to her. That's the yeah. same thing. Um, it, I mean, it's like, um, I mean, you take it down to the, the animal kingdom, right? Like peacocking and a beautiful peacock has all these wings and all the women want to go to that peacock. It's the same type of effect. I'm looking for a mate that is uh, going to be above and beyond. But having said that, I also have to rationalize in my own head, are you at a standard yourself where it's okay mm-hmm. for you to even approach that person? You should be bringing that equality to the table. So if you want X, Y, and Z, look internally and say, okay, do I feel like I represent those same qualities or I, I, the qualities I'm attracted to, do I match those? Am I, am I on that particular air quote level? Um, And if you feel that you are, then you have nothing to worry about and you should be confident in approaching that person. Well, somebody asked, does the, if he likes you, he'll reach out, always hold true. Yes and no. Specifically right now, there is a, uh, (laughs) A woman that I've, I've made it clear that I'm interested in her uh, and, and she is not reciprocating. So in my mind, that's no, that's a no-go and we move on. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it just depends on the per- person. But if a guy wants you, he's going to make an effort to to do that. And if he doesn't make the effort, in my opinion, he doesn't. Is, yeah, he's not the person yeah. necessarily you want I've to spend always, time um, with. True, true or false. I, I, I have my own ideas to this. So a woman goes on a first date with a man. The date goes... It doesn't have to be woman or man, but just for the sake of this, but uh, a woman goes on a date with a man. She sends the thank you text after the date. We'll talk about mm-hmm. that in a second. It's a Sunday, Sunday night. The, the, the date's on Sunday night. How soon will a guy text or communicate with her before it's okay? He's not into you. If I had a date with a girl and I really enjoyed that date and then she sent me a thank you text, uh, which I'm assuming is, you know, thanks for taking me out. Thanks for 
you know, uh-huh. paying for dinner. Do you like that, by is. the way? Do you like those <laughs> I texts? It. I love it because it opens up the communication again in a way that's not awkward. And I don't see needy as a man texting you right after the date. Like, oh my gosh, that was so awesome. Like, like, and, and sometimes you just want to talk to a person to talk to a person, especially if you had a great experience with them. Mm-hmm. So I can say, if I get a thank you text, I'm responding immediately. If that was somebody I enjoyed spending time with. Uh immediately. And I'm trying to continue that conversation on. I'll text you throughout the next day. If it's not something like that, then I'm, you know, maybe being nice, but not necessarily being as responsive. But again, that's just me. Uh, Some guys are more responsive than others. But I know if I really had a great date with a girl, I want to keep talking to her. I want to set up the next one. I want to set up the next one. Right. I feel like because I do Ask a Matchmaker on Wednesday, I receive a lot of these questions because women went on first dates on Sundays Mm -hmm. and they'll say stuff like, he has not responded yet. What do I do? And I say to myself, well, it's Wednesday. Mm -hmm. Uh, If he hasn't, if he has not communicated to you within 24 hours, Peace. Yeah, it's, it's, it's done. And, and yeah. maybe, maybe I'll give a pass. Let's say something happened. He got busy, whatever. Okay. After 48 hours, that's it. It's done. It's yeah. the, the, the turkey is cooked. Take it yeah. out. It's done. I'm with you. I love that you're agreeing with us. It's over. I mean, you're going like- to give Mike, you're about to give <laughs> so much closure to a lot of people. <laughs> well, I hope so. That's what I was talking about before with the TikTok. There's so many overlapping things that people say and nobody addresses them they just complain about them and it's like sometimes you have to hear the hard truth and it's okay that you should look at that as a learning experience and be able to move forward and say all right on to the next one maybe i really like that person but now it's time oh here's a good question all right so you've dated you Mm -hmm. waited (laughs) you waited a little bit to have sex you got to know Mm -hmm. them Mm -hmm. maybe i don't i don't know if this happens so much when you don't wait but let's say you waited to have sex and the guy's kind of in love with you. And all of a sudden he starts having a little performance anxiety. Mm. How should a woman react when a man is having performance issues? Mike, be real with us. Okay. We've all, we've no, all been I'm there. I'm thinking about right? my own experiences here. In my experience has never been because I've been so infatuated with a person. It's more, you know, I had too much to drink. Um, <laughs> but, you know, if you've waited and that's, that's what I, I would just, I would just be as gentle with him as you can. If somebody you're starting to care about in the same way that a man would, you know, if a girl was uncomfortable with a situation or something, you just kind of just sit and you're, you talk about it and then you're good and you, you move forward together. But at the end of the day, if you care about that person, I would just be be very gentle because that is a touchy thing for a lot of guys. I don't have a female equivalence for that, but I would just say that is, that is obviously that is not something we want to happen, especially when, you know, do guys even want to talk about it? No, mostly no, we're not there yet in a long, if you're in a long term relationship with someone and you've developed that level of trust, then men are more willing to open up those lines of communication with that. Sometimes, I don't know. It's not the penis. Well, sometimes, sometimes. I, I, me personally, I believe I would be, but at the, at the end of the day, yeah, with, with that early on in the relationship, it's just embarrassing. It's, it's an embarrassing thing. Right. And it's, I would say, get yourself, um, you know, a lesbian best friend and learn how to manage that situation appropriately. And then what? next time you try, well, you know what I mean? If you can't, if you're, no, perform- I don't know what you mean. Well, if <laughs> your performance, if your performance isn't performing, there are other things that you can do. Oh, you're saying to- a guy. Yes. A guy. You need to talk to a lesbian, talk to a straight woman. Well, yeah, lesbians are pretty good at it. I mean, my best friends help me a lot. Uh, oh, have regard. they? All right. I guess we all need a lesbian best <laughs> she- friend. 
she's helpful. So yes, I think that's that a really, really good solution because here's the thing. When that happens, the first thought that goes through a woman's head is, mm-hmm. oh, he's not into me. Oh, he thinks I'm fat. Oh, he thinks I'm ugly. And I, I know women can't see it, but Mike is nodding no. No. <laughs> so the fact that you're naked, yeah. I'm going to bet a lot of money that he's into you. We're already there. Yeah. Yeah. You're already you there before we got. So naked yeah. And, and, so it's yeah. truly not about you. It's our own brain. Right. It's our own brain. And you know, the, the thing that I would advise when you tell me if this is the right way to approach it is okay. If he's having a little bit of performance anxiety, just remember that this is probably temporary. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have to act like you didn't notice, but you should also not be aggressive about it. That means that you just yeah. don't point it out and start talking about it. Just come up with new ideas. Hey, let's just cuddle a little bit or, Hey, do you want to eat me out or <laughs> hey, right. I mean, like, whatever. let's do other things. And I feel like the attitude of a guy right there will tell you a lot about him. So if he completely turns off from sex there, that sucks. That tells me that they're not really a team player. Or if right. he says no to giving you oral sex, that's, I feel like that's a massive red flag. Come on guys. I honestly believe in a heterosexual relationship that a man eating vagina is the mm-hmm. straightest thing they could possibly do. Not only that, it's just like, how much do you care about your partner? Like for me, it's it, my biggest aphrodisiac, aphrodisiac in the bedroom <laughs> is directly proportionate to how much my partner is enjoying the situation. Right. That well, if she is genuinely, and there's some actors out there and that's fine. That, that's a communication issue we need to have because something's not working. But if she's genuinely enjoying that, that is so attractive for me. And I want that for her. If you care about someone, you should want that for them. And it's not that hard to learn. Talk to a lady friend. It'll, it'll change your life. So let's say you've, uh, you're on a first date with someone. You're going second date, third date. I don't know. Somewhere between the first three dates. A woman... She really wants to get married and have kids. That's in her three to five year milestone plan. I know I hate to say like, here's the calendar, but Mm -hmm. you know, if a woman is listening and she's 38 years old, yeah. In the next four years, she really wants to get married and have kids. And if she just wants to have kids, fuck it. If you're listening to this right now, just go do it on your own. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's okay. There are so many single dads who want to meet single moms, be that single mom. But anyway, we'll talk about that another day. Okay. So, uh, Mike. When and how can a woman ask um, a man, hey, are you interested in having marry, you know, marriage and kids? We should always broach that topic early on in the relationship. Like, where do we see this? And if it starts to get serious, then you start to kind of get more and more into it as the relationship goes on. And those conversations become a little more frequent, but not, not in the sense that there's an approach element, at least for me, again, in my 20s. You couldn't hit me with it. I probably, I probably would. I mean, honest to God, I think if you're, yeah, if you're below the age of 28, I just don't know. I don't think this conversation should even come up. No, but in your, unless it comes up organically after a year. Yeah. In your 30s. Again, yeah, some people get married early and that's fine, but I'm going to assume that 75% of people want to get married and have kids. So that's a lot of, you don't, sometimes you don't have to ask the most obvious question. And if you're a woman over the age of 32, let me tell you, every single man you're going on a date with knows you're nodding. Yes. So I know I'm right here. They know you want to get married and have kids. Yeah. If you're at that point, for sure. Unless you specify very early in the relationship, Hey, listen, 
I'm not, I don't want to get married. I can spend time with you. We can spend time together. You know, again, unless that's specified early on, but yeah, I mean, you know, I'm at a point now where, you know, with kids, I'm indifferent to a degree. Like if my wife says I want children and I love that person, then we're going to have kids. But if she tells me she doesn't want to have children, then I'm okay with that too. And I say that right now. Your wife, when I'm, hold you know, up. You, wait, wait, that's like, you should know if your partner doesn't want well, to have yeah, kids. Yeah, but, right. I'm just using it in the context of marriage. Um, right. But yes, you should know beforehand. That should be a conversation before you get engaged, obviously. Before, I'm um, sorry, if you don't want to have kids, <laughs> if you don't want kids, you should tell, yeah. tell me, you tell me if you think this is right or tell me your ideas. But if a woman or a man does not want to have children, mm-hmm. they should tell their date that before the third date. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely fair. A fair conversation to have because that for most people is an immediate red deal flag breaker. And, and yeah it's a deal breaker so if if i know that early on at least then i don't get attached emotionally uh right and we we can just clean break it and that's fine you should know that information ahead of time but i, I know now i didn't know then and oh, yeah, of course we're all it's, we're it's all creatures of our own past we, but i also understand and i'm cognizant that generally not just generally in reality women are on a on a clock so to speak to a degree right yes you can freeze your eggs yes those are real things that can happen but realistically most women i imagine have a much tighter time frame in terms of marriage and children and family than men do is that fair Mm -hmm. yeah okay so yeah i I think with women especially you know you see it early on in college girls that are trying to date men in college like for a long-term relationship and men are basically a, a playground where they have no supervision and they can talk to any girls they want. And if they're in a fraternity or on the sports team, whatever it is, it is just, you know, a gaggle of air quote options that you can talk to mm-hmm. and you don't want to necessarily settle down at that point. But when you get older and I'm starting to see it now, a lot of my options, uh, options, women that I would be interested in or talking to, some of them are divorced uh, after their first marriage. Some of them have children. Uh, some of them are just, they were focused on their career early on. You see kind of a certain trend there and it's, it's, it doesn't matter to me one way or another. Are you a good person? Do I like you? Uh, do I enjoy spending time with you? Do I see a future with you? Those are the the, the things that kind of go through my mind. So I think it just depends on the person, but yeah. It's I think, not, I mean, it's... I just think after a certain age, if a man and a, and especially a woman, but if a man isn't organically talking about what that future looks like, I think that's yeah. just such a massive red flag. And by organically, right. I honestly, just go for a drive for, you know, go to, go to Ikea or go for a drive mm-hmm. that's yeah. like more than two hours long. And that, that organic conversation will come up on its own. hundred <clears> percent. Mike, I have one last question for you. <laughs> I get this question every single week. I'm so glad you're about to get it. If you are in the friend zone, what is the best way to get out of it? Uh, Somebody has answered to that, uh, even from a guy's perspective. I I think, first of all, I don't like the term friend zone. It infers that, to me, it infers that there was just either never a chance. uh, I'm I'm kind of casting you into this space as a non-option in my life. Uh-huh. Um, and I, I don't necessarily like the term, but if, if I had to answer it the best I could, I, I honestly, there's, there's this term called good guys that someone shared with me on TikTok, And it's this idea that these quote, good guys are nice to women that they've been friend zoned by so that it, like, if they play the long game and they're consistent and they, and they try to be there for so that dumb. person, eventually she's sure. going to come to this amazing realization of like, this Oh, is this Hollywood. is the man 
I can rely on. Right. It's baloney. With the friend zone element, I think it just comes down to like, I have Natasha and I uh, have have a unique relationship in that she's always, this is the person that I'm doing the podcast with. She's always been in Austin. Um, We've only met a handful of occasions, but we've talked a lot and we've established and ironed out that we are in a friendship role together. And that's where that is. And that's fine. Have you ever slept with each other? No. Never. Did you did you ever like her in that way? I was always attracted to her. And to this uh-huh. day, she's still a beautiful woman. But I know where the line is. She has a boyfriend. She's very happy. That's And, and that's a conversation that we've had like multiple times just to reiterate that point and kind of mm-hmm. say like, listen, I am totally happy with where we are in our friendship. Mm-hmm. I'm comfortable with that. And I'm we're going to move forward from that point. Right. So, you know, with some people, you know, guys will buy their time in some situations. I think it's one of the things that's like, move on. Like if, if that's how right. that person feels about you, don't waste your time, like be a friend to them. And that's fine. But don't waste your time. There's no point. I mean, you're, I just it's what you said earlier in this episode. If a guy wants to date you, you didn't say in these words, but you inferred away. If a guy wants to date, you, he's going to date you. Yeah. Yeah, he's going to date you. He's going to try to. Yeah, there's no such thing as like, I I don't know. I feel like if a man friend zones a woman, it's just because he's either not physically attracted to her in that way, Mm -hmm. or he may see the personality deficiencies in their lifestyles or communication patterns that is just not appealing to him for to pursue a long-term relationship with. Right. right. I think it's going to be one or the other. And it's not personal. It's just, you just don't work for each other. I, I, I mean, again, I agree. I think it's just, especially... As a guy being quote friend zoned by a girl, if that happens, it's 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 again at this point in my life, I look at it as like, okay, cool, we're friends. Like I'm gonna go put my energy toward, you know, right. finding a relationship. But as a guy, like if I'm friend zoning a girl, air uh-huh. quotes, uh, it's it's usually because I'm not attracted to her. Or there's something about her personality that that doesn't really jive with me. Mm-hmm. Um, I hate to use the term energy, but that's really I don't have any other way of describing it. So it's no, just that's like, totally if, valid. If, if the energies aren't sinking. Um, yeah. I mean, there's some people, you know, you just click with, it just happens. Yeah. And then there's some people where it's like a little more work. And, um, at this point in my right. life, I know the difference. So it's just trying to Mike, find Mike, right this people. was, this was fantastic. I feel like you've just established so much closure for so many women. <laughs> I and hope I, I just want to thank every single person who sent us these questions. I shit you not. It was more than a hundred questions in literal over like what, 90 minutes. And mm. it was interesting just to see how much of the same questions just kept coming up over and over again. I mean, this mm. happens on Wednesdays when I do ask a matchmaker. So, you know, I'm just really glad that they got a perspective, your perspective, yeah. a perspective to, to maybe establish some closure or validate or invalidate some feelings that they may have towards dating and relationships. I'm, I'm one guy with limited experiences, but who is constantly trying to learn. So uh, if I could have helped anybody uh, with a little bit of closure there, I, I hope, uh, you know, wish them the best. And I hope they can use that going forward. Mike, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on TikTok. I think I'm sure the links will be in there. Jersey yes, Jay. Uh, I will have the links in the, I will have the links to your TikTok and mm-hmm, Instagram. Thank you for coming, Mike. I really appreciate you participating in Ask a Matchmaker and answering all these questions. Mm-hmm. And thank, thank you. you, listener, for listening to Ask a Matchmaker. If you love what you heard and you have not already, I want you to rate I want you to review and I want you to subscribe to Ask a Matchmaker. I also want you to tell a friend today. You know that friend that's been calling you and texting you about all of her relationship drama or trying to figure out dating during COVID. You're going to shoot her this podcast and say, Maria has all the answers. Just listen to Ask a Matchmaker.
And if you have a dating or relationship question, visit askamatchmaker.com to submit your 60 second audio question. You can also shoot me questions on my Instagram at matchmakermaria. And if you want to laugh a little, check out my TikTok, Real Matchmaker Maria, where I critique your online dating profiles. Thank you so much for sending those. Those are just a lot of fun to record. You all need help. Anyway, thanks again. Be lovable. And more importantly, be likable. See you next week.